Hey guys, Josh here from PTO. If you want to comment on any topic we discuss on the show, feel free to give us a call and leave a voicemail. Our number is 224-225-5780. That's 224-CALL-PT-0. Leave us your info, and if you're from a podcast, feel free to shout it out. You might be featured on next week's show, and we appreciate all feedback. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the PTO Unlimited Podcast. Welcome to the PTO Unlimited Podcast. My name is Josh. <laughs> Who doesn't know how to push record? <laughs> I'm on, Alex. Uh, on audio, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> about, what, about gave away free content. Dude, <laughs> I am I am not prepared anymore like ever. Like last week, if you listen to the audio version of our show, I do apologize for that. I was all over the studio trying to get the keyboard to work, trying to get um, wires to untangle. It was a busy show for me to not be sitting down so this episode i'm not leaving my chair until unless i absolutely need to which Cade's in the room so the, the mm-hmm. possibilities are endless yeah we, we'll see <laughs> um yeah it's been a couple weeks since we've been live we had a lot of stuff going on uh we traveled we had a toga party we have to talk about those but on this day 17 years ago dead rising was released on the xbox 360 10 17 17. 17 years. So we're <laughs> Sorry, Kate, wa- Kate walked out the room and I got distracted. <laughs> 17. 10. <laughs> he's he's having a love affair with my shoe, which I just posted a photo on my yeah, Facebook. I'll have to put that on our... That we can put right any now. photos of Cade on our Discord. Yeah, we should probably be doing that. We should be. Yeah. 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 Uh, so if you haven't heard of Dead Rising, you play as a character named Frank West, who is a photojournalist in search of a scoop. Uh, he goes to Willamette Town and discovers it's overrun by zombies, and he is inside of a shopping mall, and he has 72 hours to escape. One hour real time equals 12 hours in the game, so you actually have a specific amount of time to play it mm-hmm. um he can move freely within the mall except within areas that are initially locked off and he has a security base in a security room and he has mission and time-based objectives to advance throughout the entire game it's a really fun zombie game if you haven't played it they've made a few of them <laughs> what four i think i think there's that yeah there's dead rising right. four yeah i only played three and two i never played one mm-hmm. two was available when when games with gold first came out I believe it was Games with Yeah, it was Games with Gold. It was one of the first titles that was free. So I remember playing Dead Rising 2, and then when I got the uh, Xbox One, Dead Rising 3 was pretty fun. It was a good introduction to the new console, but, I mean, it wasn't anything to brag, go home about, you know? It was a good zombie game. But what's your favorite zombie game? Probably Left 4 Dead. Two? Two. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. I can't get off of that being my favorite. And yeah. as many of those zombie games as we've played, like... Resident Evil. We played quite a bit. Played I, some, uh, I Back love for Blood. Left for Blood. Or Left for Blood. Left for Blood. Left for Blood. I love Left for Blood. I mean, Left for Blood. <laughs> you know that game that never existed. Yeah. <laughs> it probably does exist actually, but Back for Blood was terrible. Um, 
Well, I can't say terrible. It wasn't our game it was style. Fine. It wasn't a Left 4 Dead successor. It at wasn't all. what I needed for the time being. No, no. Uh, Dead Island had potential. Dead Island Two is fine. I Which, can't. Which, by say... the way, I still want to finish. We gotta finish that. I still want to. Maybe finish we finish it. that on Sunday. Yeah. Or we just get on Finisher right now tonight. <laughs> Without Patrick. Oh, does Patrick stream tonight? I don't know. He usually does on Tuesdays. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll see. He hasn't, like, the, the solaces have not been consistent due to their vacation. Maybe. I know. Summer right now, end of summer is throwing everybody's schedule Yeah. Off. So, like, as far as a weekly update goes, Alex and I traveled to South Dakota for a weekend <laughs> and saw my nieces and nephews every day. I mean, we didn't get a break from them, which is fine, but tiring and exhausting. <laughs> uh, Could have had a day where we just slept or just chilled, but it is what it is. We had, we had a good time with them. A lot of photos, a lot of... A lot of games played we had, we had a really pixel did so good with he them. did at the same time he would like well the first day was a little overwhelming for him so we can understand why yeah but he um he's not used to it by the way pixels are a little two-year-old mini dachshund by the way for, for the audio uninitiated audio <laughs> that don't, don't he's know. sitting in my lap right um, now but yeah, he did very well with them, and um, the kids basically had yeah. like the whole furnished basement to play. And so he would go down there, and then like ten minutes later, he would come back up and go, Whew, "Oh my goodness!" Like, <laughs> like there was like five or six kids downstairs running around, pixel, 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 I pixel. I don't think there were any accidents. No, there wasn't. He didn't have he didn't have any poo poo or pee pee accents. He was a good boy. That is amazing. I know. He's Unless a, we don't know of one downstairs that we didn't spot. I walked oh, through I, that I room a few around, times. Yeah. I walked around there too, just to check. Mainly to see if there pee spots, you can't spot those all the time, but you can get you can get a turd. Yeah. <laughs> he can find those easily. Uh but you know, as far as that goes, I as I don't think there were any other problems other than, you know, us not being able to see the air show yeah that was sad (laughs) yeah that part was sad but we also got we were lucky on that aspect though because we we showed up just in time yeah we went down to sioux falls or up to sioux falls to go see like an air show which i've never seen before i've never seen an air show so it would have been fun to see but Mm -hmm. they started grounding planes like right when we got to sioux falls because they said there was some nasty weather about to hit well the nasty weather like was just like "Mm, some rain here it was lightning after a minute and then it downpoured. And then while it we downpoured while we were eating, which obviously would not be good for an air show. But where we were staying at um, Josh's parents, they had like. Okay. <laughs> they're fighting. Yeah. We had like, what, <laughs> a dollar size hail? Like uh, silver dollar? Yeah they, yeah, they were pretty big. Yeah, like big enough that it caused... This said at least quarter it, size. It caused... Oh, that was bigger than a quarter. Did and you my, hold it? My brother works with insurance, and he's dealt with the calls out there. Yeah. He's so he... Uh, <laughs> um, so, But it was significant enough that it like left dents and stuff yeah. in the, uh, the cars that were outside, and our <gasps> car was not there. And I was like... Ooh, that's a that was good for yeah, us. Very lucky. That's because we we also have to get our car inspected um, by an actual dealership. So it's really lucky that we went through this entire road trip with no issue. Oh yeah, it was very, very <laughs> I was nice. scared going through Chicago of getting rear-ended. I was so scared. There's a lot of stop and go, a lot of tr- a lot of construction bull yeah. crap. Like mm-hmm. I'm seriously upset about it. They need to fix that stuff. And Iowa, get your stuff together. When it when the speed limit says sixty five and I'm going seventy five, you you're passing me still. 
I mean, seriously, that's on that. That's not on the interstate. That's on that highway that was north of uh, oh, yeah. 80 that we got off on. Both times, people are just they had like cruising. their foot to the freaking floor. Yeah, yeah. Like they are something's up. Trying in Iowa. to get like around us and pass <laughs> us. I was like, dude, that that the speed limit's 65, bro. I like <laughs> I can only go so much. And and when you and you can't get over because you're you're on the side of a semi truck and they're on your bumper. It's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it was it, that part of the. I don't know why Iowa was stressful. Out of I all don't of it, know. And Chicago. Uh, was, Chicago was a bit stressful on the way for there. for you. Yeah, I wasn't behind the wheel. Yeah, on the way there, it was yeah. stressful. Not on the way back. But that was our trip. You know, good stuff. But can we talk you know, about the the shitty ending? Let's talk about that. <laughs> the shitty ending was on our way back. We uh, had an ETA of like 11 p.m. And we got home at like <laughs> just after midnight, just with, with stops. Hot, funny. Or 11, 11 a.m. Or, or, no, no, you're right. You're yeah, right. The right. reason why I laugh is because we never have our proper destination time for travel like that. It's always gaining an hour everywhere. Yeah, it's just no matter what we do. Stopping, getting gas, stretching our feet, you know, adds time. So, but I felt like that was a pretty decent time. So the actual drive itself is like 13 hours long. Well, it turned into 14 with all of the stops. And there was like a nice stop in Chicago at that point with construction. So we were already dead tired. Josh had to work in the morning. I luckily didn't have to work until noon the next day, but I was still really tired. Yeah. And we get home. We get home. We have not had dinner yet. We're like, you know what? We're going to stop at like a 24 hour McDonald's. Just pick up a six piece and some some French fries and whatnot just before we go to bed, which was down the street. So that was just after midnight. We go to get in line. We've already got our mobile order ready. And then this bitch in front of us at 12.05 in the morning on a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. (laughs) Quentin loves that. It was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. (laughs) 12.05 in the morning and then in front of us orders $54 worth of McDonald's. And you know. That the 24-7 McDonald's staff, especially in our area, there's two people running the whole freaking building at at that time. Yeah. So we pull up behind this bitch. Here's the thing. She and got we're a, in hey, line. Hey, well, one thing I want to mention, she got a McCrispy and it was after midnight and that's not available. After midnight. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. But we stood, in, or we, we stood behind her or parked behind her for 33 minutes. 33 minutes because we just saw her get one bag and then another five minutes later. Here's another bag. So, you know, they're making it to order another bag. Oh, and by the way, here's like a, a big koozie, like the cup holder thing full of like uh, McFlurries and like, like frappes and things like that. Handed that to her. Here's another big bag of food. Here's another big bag of food. And then it was a, would you pull forward? So they pull her forward. They keep handing her more bags of food. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and we eventually get our food. But 33 minutes later, and we've been on the road for 14 hours, and we just want to have some chicken nuggets and go home. We were irate. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I am. So by the time we got home, unpacked all of our stuff, like, to get it out of the car and whatnot, sat down, got into her pajamas, actually ate. It was like one o'clock in the morning. Right. It was not a good way to end the trip. Was not. I'm not happy about it. Uh, the problem I have mostly is she didn't just say, hey, go, why, why, why can't they just like go ahead? They, they probably have a smaller order. 
probably have a smaller order. You know, the reason why we know this is because we were in the second lane waiting to be called on next. There was no one else in line. Yeah. And she could Would have been nice uh, gesture to be like, hey, would you mind just serving them first? I know I have a, a very large order. Can you serve them first? Would have been a nice, you know, nice gesture. People don't think that way. People don't think that way. People, so. and that's the thing. And we wouldn't feel that way ourselves either if we had a... If I ordered $54 worth of McDonald's, I would have thought that way. Because especially at 1 o'clock or midnight, I would have been like, hey. They don't know how large my order is, though. Yeah, but I could I'll play a devil's advocate on that. Because I can see Brett chiming in. I am not... I, I think ordering $54 worth of McDonald's at midnight is pretty abnormal. It's pretty abnormal. <laughs> we could have been college kids, though, coming coming in from, from the dorm saying, hey, we want some food. And we got $54 a whole bunch. from a college they child? They don't know. They don't know. They could have they could have thought the same to us if we would have ordered ahead of them. I know. I just, it pissed me off quite a I bit. I understand. I understand. We were like, hate eating. It, the, the problem I had with it was that there was no, like, under, she didn't even, like, acknowledge yeah, yeah. I mean, after me- <laughs> and we got a, a comment on YouTube from Crystal. She says, "I'm more amazed you guys went to a McDonald's after midnight that had the ice cream machine working." Right? There, mm-hmm. she had some frappes. Maybe, maybe that's the only uh, time they are working. I think there's a lawsuit against that, by the way, though, with the with the ice cream machines. To be honest, I think that's an actual thing. Like there was a lawsuit going around where they did they purposely didn't repair the machines okay something about it i don't get why that might be fake news i don't know we must have to work at a mcdonald's to know i should ask my sister oh yeah she actually works at mcdonald's so (laughs) i should ask her and 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 and, uh get the four one one. her mcdonald's it's always working oh she is a professional so probably yeah Mm-hmm. Even when, she, when when we visited and we were talking to her, she was still thinking about work the whole time and like chatting yeah. about it. And man, like it, it, she needed that time off too. Oh, yeah, you could tell did. the positivity was there, like all the happy. Like my family was really happy to be oh, together. Oh yeah, it was really nice being Except back. Except for my older sister, she got food poisoning. I know. I felt really bad. <laughs> uh, we do need to talk about the toga party that we just had. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. We hosted our second toga party uh, second annual Woo! well Rod technically our, our first annual how, how an annual work? is a year it's our first so first annual first annual it's not our second annual but it's our second time do you get it okay, sure our okay. first time is not considered an annual okay right. our second toga party second toga party let's just do that yeah <laughs> it was a very it was a fun time smaller crowd but that's okay we honestly had, that was fun because trying to trying to entertain, entertain two rooms was better than trying to entertain four, four like last year yes holy yeah. crap oh my gosh. we had people in there was like 25 or 28 Actually, if you people count the last outside, year yeah we had a big number we had half that this year yeah i was like <laughs> oh this is actually kind of nice <laughs> like like I looking was, back i'm thinking okay so we had the garage so fireplace room kitchen year. we didn't count the dining room for ever entertaining that's the quiet room for everybody everybody that's, goes in there to everybody goes in there to chill yeah. so and then the this time around the living room was busy because we had rock band out instead of Oh, yeah, of people karaoke. love watching or and playing rock band. Watching and so playing. What I like is that a lot of people are intimidated to play rock band. And I was like, guys, chill. 
chill guess what there's this special mode called no fail mode and you can strum and drum and do anything you want and it's gonna it's gonna sound a little bad on the screen, it'll sound but... bad but <laughs> you're not gonna like break the game basically or right. have to like start over because you hit a button too many times wrong yeah so exactly. they i think they picked up on that and really enjoyed that and that's why they kept playing so it was a really interesting like different different time than last time because when we were playing we were doing last year's toga party. I had the rock band set out. No one touched it. Well, we it's did because it for we Halloween had karaoke party. set up. I too. know that was the thing. Like instead, of, we had we had a different setup this time. No karaoke. The garage was set up with beer pong, and people entertained themselves with that. A few games. We we did play a full entire game of Kings, the card game Kings, which has been a success. Yes, and it was because we did make it through all four King cards, which is the rules. I think at one point. I was in jail, which means I take a drink for everybody else that takes a there drink. There were four people in jail at once. Yes, four people in jail at once. We Josh got all these get out of jail I free cards. I had two cards. get out of jail. When, when I noticed the last three. ones were... I had three. You had three? I handed them off to everyone but Grace because I was like, well, I just... She was the last one in and I was like, there's only five cards left or something. Like, you're not even getting hammered off right? that. So, so um, at one point we had the, th- the rule of thumb, which is like, Thumb master um, or thumb master. Just do like this. Uh, which is you put your thumb on the table, and the last person to notice and put their thumb on the table has to take a drink. So it's we had that subtly, rule, you know. And then we also had the T Rex rule, where anything that you did, your elbows had to be to your sides. So you had to like grab your drink and drink your drink and everything. So I have a positive on that. I have really long forearms. Yeah, look at this. I know. I'm another. I have a whole. <laughs> look at this. Okay. Well, if I didn't elbows, have elbows, not your I'd, forearm. Elbows. Your elbows to your side. Yes. You can go out. So here's the thing. If I didn't have boobs, then I'd have longer arms. <laughs> so I have a little bit less space than you to work with. <laughs> if I didn't have boobs, I'd have longer arms. Yes, because look at how much it takes. Your like, boob to arm ratio My boob to arm ratio is different than yours. <laughs> if I still had the cups, I'd still have longer yeah, arms. Yeah, but when I grab the cup, I don't. No, my but- wrists are at my boobs. <laughs> I can't. I have nowhere to like go. Uh, It makes it easier for you. (laughs) So we had that rule. Then we had little green monster, which anytime you pick up your drink, you have to take the little green monster off of your cup. Yeah, off of your off the table. Off the table. Put them on your shoulder. Take take a a drink. drink, Take them off your shoulder. And then yes, (laughs) and then put them back down. And then we had Pinky. That was a good one. Yes, that was a good one. Take your drinks like a sir. Where you had your. Where you hold well, your yeah, you're saying that into the mic. Too. I'm really sorry. I bent over for my water bottle. I'm so sorry. So you you, you get your, your your cup and you just pinky out, you know? The yeah. So we pinky. had to do like all of that. And I had to do that for every single time somebody took a drink. And if I did it wrong, I had to drink again. So by the time Kings was over, I was feeling pretty good. Mm-hmm. I had already started my drink off with liquor. So I Me was too. feeling pretty darn you good after Kings. You mean night off with liquor, not your drink. <laughs> Yeah, I, I started my night off with a couple of rum and cokes, and then I went to a couple cider boys, and that was it. That was a good mix. And guess what? I made an amazing shot. The gummy bear shot? I I think I, lo- I, I made everybody hooked on you it. You were using tablespoons instead of ounces. Yeah, but I looked up it's how different. much... Uh, you were uh, spilling everywhere, by oh, the way. By the, by the end of the night when I was mixing, I'd already had the amount memorized. So I'm like, we'll do a little bit. Oops, a little bit too much more, uh, too much more vodka. Oops, a little too much more schnapps. Oops. <laughs> you know what would be interesting if you had a different like juice to work with instead of pineapple, so it would taste like a different gummy bear instead Probably. of a pineapple gummy bear. Yeah, like you could have gone with like a lime 
basic lime or like a basic cherry or strawberry juice. Oh yeah, that yeah, kind of stuff. Do something like that. Pink lemonade. Oh, using like really a strawberry good. crush or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we so we did that. Lemonade. Everybody like after everybody took the first shot, they're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's just shot because everyone's scared of shots, and then they took it and they're like. Wow, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> we went through the whole entire cherry vodka bottle, by and the way. And peach schnapps. And peach schnapps. Like we, th- we, that's how many shots we took. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of shots. I can't count how many shots of gummy bears. Oh, I didn't even I count took. the shots I took. Of, I don't even know. Maybe four. I took maybe four. I took, that means you took double that. I took a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was every time I wanted to take a drink instead of me making myself another mixed drink. I was like, ah, hell with it. You want another shot? You called out shots so many times. I was like, shot, shots. That was so. And I get, I got, and I never had anybody go, no, no, no. It was the same people. Sure, let's do another one. The ones who kept drinking. I mean, we had, we, let's be honest here. We had, we had the youth there, like the 21s, 22s. Oh, that, that really helped keep the party going because what we were doing at the same time was, conversing with them they had the high energy so we're keeping the energy up so that definitely helped it was a good time it was a really good time we'll have to do it again next year (laughs) next year yeah everyone's toga the palette's still sitting out by the way the sign (laughs) it's still out front (laughs) we just leave it out year round toga party year round man year round toga woo yeah but no, you were dressing everybody it took me a little bit to get ready too because i this this face takes a minute man yeah i know but you look hot thanks you look really good yourself. <laughs> You're looking good. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we got to get into some playing and watching. We got to talk about SummerSlam. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the. Let's just talk about that right away. Okay. Uh, the card was fine. You had to take a nap during it because it was the I night was hung, after. Well, I was hung over, but I will tell you for how much I drank. Yeah. My hangover was at like a 5%. You were pretty good. Me too. Like I didn't get sick at all or anything. Like I needed to take a nap because we went to bed at 4 a.m. Yeah. And my body was waking me up at 7.30, 8.30, 9.30. Like on the hour, every hour just going, why'd you do that? <laughs> Next hour, <laughs> you'll wake up again. <laughs> so I didn't get any sleep. So I had to take a nap in the middle of SummerSlam. Uh, so I'll, I'll say you didn't miss much of the card. Uh, we, there is a new women's champion. I did, the, wake, I did wake you up for that one. The, the cash in. What were the first two matches? The those... first two matches. The opener was, um, well, there was Logan Paul and, uh, uh, Ricochet. 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 That, that was, a, was good a very good match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very and, good match. uh, the Lesnar and Cody Rhodes match. That was the opener. That was actually, actually. pretty damn good. Yeah. Good ending too. Mm-hmm. Very good ending. Yeah. And then I you did you were awake for the main event, which was the Roman Reigns match, right? No. No? I didn't I didn't wake you up for that? No, I think what was next was the uh Ronda Rousey one. That was a snooze. Oh, so that's why I slept? Dude, I, I watched I actually sent you a TikTok that we never got to yet. There's actually a guy in the crowd where it is just dead silent during that entire match. It was they, supposed to be like MMA rules? Yeah, but you know what they did? They no. mixed it with script. They scripted the MMA. You could tell. Great. They were going into the positions that they called for. Nah, that's not how you do it. But in proper fashion of wrestling, Shayna Blazer made Ronda Rousey tap out, which made and Ronda Rousey's taking some t- some time off of WWE, and now Shayna Blazer is like the MMA chick in. Oh, okay. In, cool. In WWE right now, so. All right, and then what was after that? Women's. That was in there. Uh, the Intercontinental title match, which I thought Drew McIntyre was going to beat Gunther, didn't happen. Aw. Yeah. 
It was a good match. At though. the same time, I really like Gunther. So. They're Gunther and Roman Reigns both are sitting at thousand day title reigns now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Seth Seth Rollins and uh, uh, what was his name? I'm trying not to I'm trying not to look at the card and just Finn Balor. Yeah, that one was all of all of Finn Balor's teammates came out Judgment Day. So yeah. you saw like Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio and. Uh, Damian Priest come out and yeah, it, it still fell apart. It wasn't even that great. It Aww. was fine. Some people were saying this is one of the worst Summer Slams in a minute, so I'm gonna agree saying it was just kind of kind of blah. There. I mean, it started off like pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Some of the card, the Battle Royal LA Night one, you saw that. Oh, I saw that. That was it. I saw the the Battle Royal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you saw. I was like, that was actually I, good. Was I fun. remember uh, you you saw him win. You saw the crowd do his yeah. thing. L A night, yeah. yeah. Like you just see it. Like the crowd loves it. I love him. it. Yeah. He he. People call him Stone Cold The Rock. Pretty much. He's he's both. Yeah. He keeps the audience engaged with whatever he says and has the momentum and ability to keep the energy up. It's really good. It's a it's a good like. He's a good energetic wrestler to watch. So I'm kind of like we're kind of like back in it. I don't know if we're gonna watch Payback or not. That's next month. Um, okay. It's a big maybe, but. Uh, next, I'm playing and watching. We're watching uh, Twisted Metal. Yeah, watched a couple episodes yeah. of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is that the show in a, in its in a nutshell, cheesy. Very cheesy, but addicting to watch. Yeah, I thought Sweet Tooth was going to be more of a threat. I thought that mm-hmm. there was going to be a bigger car chase between him and Anthony Mackie's character. I can't tell you. I his, can't tell you the name. His I don't name. Um. You called it with the the main villain being s- fake. Fake. Yeah. What was her name? What's uh, I don't know her name. This is the first time we started watching it. I don't know names yet. No, the actress. We know her from Scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know her name. I'll just get the IMDb up. It's yes. okay. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, do you gonna... like the show? Um. Or do you feel like we need to watch a couple more episodes? I can't say whether or not it's amazing, but I'm just going to... I'll say it's fine. I'll say okay. it's fine because I'm, I've never been a, a, a really big Twisted Metal fan. I'd say this is pretty successful. Um, Will Arnett being Sweet Tooth is fun. And I mean, the, uh, you could definitely hear the voice. Yeah. Nev Campbell. Yeah. That's who it is. That's who, that's, Raven is her name, by the way. And the main character is John Doe. John Doe. I'm, we knew that. No shit. We knew that. My and, God. And uh, they are, they did name the chick, his, his partner, Quiet. Quiet. Her name okay. is going to be, yeah. But Will Arnett being the voice of Sweet Tooth and uh, Samoa Joe or Joe Cianoa is his actual name playing Sweet Tooth. That's pretty, uh, I like that. I like that they got a pro wrestler in there. This is interesting. There's an actress in this that doesn't have an arm. Oh, well, that's cool. We're going to have to use that. We're only a couple of episodes in. So Thomas Hayden Church being in this is weird, too. He's just a weird, I don't know, we'll have to see where that character's going to go kind of thing. But um, yeah, I'm giving the series just a, I'm, we'll we're still going to check it yeah, out. Yeah, we're before. still going to check it out. Um, I'm, I'm going back to Futurama. I'm watching all of the Futurama episodes. I've watched all of season one um, because the latest season is starting now and just seems like a good time to get entirely caught up and watch the entire show when I'm working. Futurama's a great show. It always has been. Yeah, I don't know why we don't watch it enough. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen it quite a bit. You're watching Naked and Afraid. I love Naked and Afraid. By the way, the girl did not get a second partner, and she went. Oh, through, did, oh, I fell she asleep. She made it. She made the entire. She made it. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for her. She li- ha- got bone marrow. I don't know if you saw that scene. No. She got bone marrow from the carcass. Snake. What? I saw her get a snake. Oh no! And you then, saw her with the carcass. Yeah, I did. She did not get sick off that. No, lucky bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Real lucky. She chopped off a carcass's leg after it was already like. She doesn't know how long it was there. She doesn't know how long it was dead. It was starting to smell. Yeah. So that's long enough. She at least she cut off at least a fresh part, and I was like, "Ooh, you're risking it for the biscuit, honey." And it worked. It worked. So she got the bone marrow out of that too, and um, yeah, lasted. Damn, good for her. So I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember the PSR and like everything, but she made it. She got out on on her extraction. So. She did it. She did really well, knowing at least that you can do bone marrow as like mm-hmm. another thing. You can cook the bone over the mm-hmm. fire and you can teaspoon it out. That's mm-hmm. kind of gross sounding, you know. It's Ugh. gross, but you got to do what you got to do to survive. It's like butter. They said it's a lot of calories and a lot. really just mm-hmm. bone marrow is what's <laughs> what makes your blood. It's so weird. It's so it weird. Is. It's so weird. I just can't think about that. It's so weird. Blood itself is weird. You're weird. <laughs> oh, I watched the Cody Rhodes documentary today, by the way. I um, watched most of it with you. Do you remember when he, you saw this in in his promo after uh, the Royal Rumble where he came out against Seth Rollins and he had that big bruised arm yeah. and stuff? Do you know what he did? Nope. He tore his pec by by working out. Ouch. Yeah. By lifting. By lifting. Yeah. But not doing a move. So Ugh. the doctor said, well, he had to go through actual physical therapy. F- surgery. Oh, surgery. Like full attachment surgery and everything. Oh, so. he like tore his peg. Yeah. They actually show the opening of his shoulder. Like, oh, it's pretty messed up in this. In- he tore his tit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, but the thing is when he did that match, the doctor said he can't do any more damage. <laughs> You've already damaged it enough. Can't so do anymore. <laughs> he could do the match, whatever. Can't do anything. Can't make it any worse, bro. Just go ahead. <laughs> could you imagine the torment? No, it would hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty messed up. So it probably didn't hurt where it was actually showing the stuff because I think that was probably underneath where it hurt the most. Yeah. And none of that was getting attacked during the match Oof. and stuff. So, but that's pretty messed up. Um, but yeah, I watched the whole Cody Rhodes documentary that's on Peacock. The cock as Alex goes for. The cock. Um, it's good. It's really good. It's two hours worth of, uh, of seeing. It's basically like a whole start to finish one that we would watch like John Cena and all mm-hmm. them that we used to. It's one of those pretty much, which is the, the kind of documentaries I like watching on wrestlers is where they grew up, their entire start and everything. One of the girls at work has started the dark side of the nineties. Ooh. Uh, I think we watched one of those, didn't we? We watched, I think one at least. I don't remember which one. And I was though. like, we need to go back to that. We'll have to look into that. We did. I know we talked, did we finish talking about severance on the show? I don't know. I don't remember. I if can we just did. tell you if we didn't talk about it, I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't think we did. No, no, no we, we had didn't. three episodes left. Yes, we didn't. We did talk about it. 10 to to- out of 10, 11 out of 10, 11. 12 out of 10, whatever I can give it. <laughs> this show is amazing. It's 
fucking amazing. We didn't get to finish it's talking about this. It's such a great show. Holy and I'm going, shit. Here, I'm going to tell the audience real quick. I'm going to tell the audience. What you're going to do is you're going to put that note of it's an amazing show and you're going to put it on the back burner and in your you're pocket. You're going to forget about you're it. You're going to forget about it. And, and in about like April of next year, 2024, then you're going to go, oh man, Alex and Josh on the PTO Limited podcast, they talked about this show called Severance. I'm supposed to remember to watch it. I'm going to watch it now. And you'll... You'll 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 appreciate us. You'll appreciate everything we just did for you. <laughs> because this show came when did it come out? What season? Last year. This yeah, season one came out last year. Josh and I just watched it now, July of twenty twenty three. And then as soon as we watch the season finale, I get on Google and say, Hey, when's, when's the next season two? And there's a fucking writer's <laughs> strike going on. Yeah. And they started the production but cut it off in May. They couldn't do it, yes, because of <laughs> And this. they said it's projected, hopefully, the beginning <laughs> of 2024. Yeah. But by the end of 2024. when they'll probably release it. Was when they'll release it. And I was like, I grabbed Josh in like the fake choking you position. To me? And I was like, why did you let me watch this right now? <laughs> Like, I want to know. It's so good. <laughs> they leave you with the one of the biggest cliffhangers, like ever. <laughs> I was like, but I want to know. Let me go. Uh, let me go through the cast here. Okay, so you got Adam Scott as the main character. He's he plays Mark, and my God, he this series did they? I I I'll look afterwards and see if they got any awards because. It's on- Apple Apple TV. TV? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zach Cherry plays Dylan. He's the larger guy who yes. holds the doors open at the end. He is phenomenal towards the end oh. of this series episode or What's season. What's gonna happen to Dylan? He's Has- so hashtag good. with hashtag don't kill off Dylan. Brit <laughs> Brit Lower who plays Helly. I <sighs> I fucking hated her the first two episodes and then I learned to go, wow, she's awesome. Tramel Tillman who plays Milchick. Oh, God. The security guy. Amazing. Messed up. Um, Miss Casey, the, uh, the, the, you know who she is, right? Yes. I'm trying to think of the therapist. Therapist. Uh, She's played, like HR, basically. Played by Deachin Lockman. Wow. Yeah, very wow. Uh, John Turturro, Christopher Walken, both in this, Irving and Bert, uh, they're, they're great oh. together. Patricia Arquette playing Harmony Cobell, Miss Cobell. Wow, these it's just great acting. The last we can't say it, but the last line, like look, the last line is like giving me goosebumps. The, the last line that Mark yells at the end, I'm like, okay, we have to see when season two is coming out. Let me guess. Because yeah. Josh's like, oh, well, season one came out last year. We're watching it a bit late. Maybe it'll come out in like a couple months. We got like a year and a half. What the fuck? <laughs> they did win an Emmy for Outstanding Main Title Design. Oh, That's a God. stupid win. But they won something. They won a primetime Emmy for Outstanding Music Composition for a series. Great music. Oh, yeah. Music is the amazing. The music is amazing. Uh, they've gotten nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actress by Patricia Arquette. Mm-hmm. Uh, nominated Outstanding Lead Actor, Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. Outstanding Director, Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah. Ben Stiller <laughs> directed this shit. My God. Outstanding Supporting Actor, John Turturro. Yep. Outstanding Supporting Actor, Christopher Walken. Outstanding Writer, um, Outstanding Production Design. Outstanding if you single camera prediction picture of editing. nerd in you, you will watch this. Is this is a nerdy show. show. So you will watch this the basis show. of this show is you it's go a to work dramatic nerd show. You go to work, you go home, and they're separate with your minds as soon yeah. as you enter the, the this elevator. 
But there are other things about this company. It it goes deeper. That goes deeper. It's just insane. It goes way deeper. I can't say can't can't say say anymore. You can't say anymore. It's really good. Yeah. You bet Um, basically it's just severance is about this program that you go into work and instead of coming like going into work and then coming home and then you're exhausted and you you're you know burnt out from work and things like that you go into the elevator and you have like a chip in your head and when you get to work your chip turns on and now you're not you you're you but you're not you and then when you get off the elevator your chip turns back off and now you're you you so when you go into work you remember going into work and coming home so you're not burnt out and anything and just a, a turn your brain off and on button yeah and, and this shit's fucked up <laughs> you don't there you go there's you, your there's you your... don't know how deep the rabbit hole really oh. goes oh and i'm sure it goes thing deeper is, you don't know what else you don't know i know <laughs> because when they introduced the goats what? I know that there's we have, there's so many questions just with the last episode. All of the other offices, what are they printing? What are they sending out? What are they gathering with those what numbers? Is, what does the company even do? What do you? <laughs> what are they? Well, why are they scared of the numbers? What is this? Like, like I, there's the, what so we're many saying. Questions. What we're saying are, are things you're gonna ask as you're watching the show. It's like Lost and I don't know. There's some other drama I, in I there mixed in, like. Truman Show, but kind it of is stuff. it's a nerd intense like drama thriller. I saw that go down as soon as I itched my nose. But <sighs> it's it's amazing. I it's totally good. agree. It's like eleven out of ten good. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so with that, other than playing like uh, other than playing, just doing Fortnite. Um, I don't think there's really anything else we're really doing. I went back to Warzone on stream on Saturday. I'm not going back again. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> it's just not for me. Um, and, but the problem is right now, I might have to find something else even because Fortnite now has an anime edition brought in where you have this energy that you can throw at. It's kind of kind of like a kind of like in Dragon Ball where you could throw like energy or Destiny. Yeah, kind of like that. It's just like it's just like that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Should we talk about the announcement? Go on. Oh yeah, I guess we can. But yeah, that's. It's a pretty big announcement. I'm talking about uh, you was, know, video games. But it was very... It's th- predictable, but it's an announcement. It's also a lie. Call of Duty said that they were not bringing out an annual title. I know. Activision said this. I know. It's a lie. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. Are we mad about this? I'm getting another game. Are we buying this? Probably. Ah, it's such a lie, though. They said they weren't doing another title. So Modern Warfare 3 is confirmed November 10th. And we can pray and hope that it's good. It's not what I want. It's I know I'm not getting that until probably Here's the thing. Year. Here's the thing. By then, it might be on Game Pass right away. Like oh, they, Because okay. the acquisition is official. I don't know if we talked about that. It's mm-hmm. not 100% been purchased, but I don't. there's no more case to it. Wait, I thought they said that they were going to be holding on to the titles till 27. Huh? Uh, Sony. Or not Sony. Uh, what? Hold uh, on to the titles. Or not, you know, the deal, you're talking about the deal with Xbox. Yeah, we're yeah. Activision. They were Blizzard. holding on to their, their main titles like Call of Duty. Oh, no, no, and... I'm not worried about, no, I'm talking about the acquisition is still happening so that uh, Call of Duty might be coming to Game Pass before November. 
like all that's what i'm trying to say but it said like they were still not letting that happen until like 27 is that is that what's that's what i i thought we we just watched a tiktok on it like an update no that they can still have call of duty on sony yeah okay but they might be losing out on that too because they wanted overwatch in the deal yeah and i don't know why they said no to that overwatch uh, is worthless right now it's a, a big, worthless p- ha- ip it has a big community two doesn't two's well one is shut down yeah the servers are gone so for that. two is what you have to play mm-hmm. and people aren't liking the progression of two's mm, anything okay. well. so they're pretty much feeling it i see you still have some of the tattoo on your arm yeah. <laughs> From the Toga Party. I do. <laughs> do I? No. No? Liar. Do you? It's right there. Oh, I guess you do. It's on my arm. Kind of see it shimmer. Not really. But anyways, um, so about this announcement, it's people are saying it's it's just another Modern Warfare title and they're not really excited. So it's still a teaser. There's an official let's, trailer yeah, yet. Let's just, so. we'll wait until it, the, the time comes, but yeah. we at least we'll have another Call of Duty game to play. Right. Um, let's talk about the movie club. That's Mission Impossible. Yep. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Oh, no. <clears throat> so this was my choice for the movie club, and this is still fresh in theaters, so apologies here is the spoiler warning that you have been. Yeah, stop listening to the podcast right <laughs> now. Stop listening if you have not seen Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. 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 Because I'm recommending <laughs> that you stop listening. Or you can skip ahead a half hour, 20 minutes. I'd tops. say 20 minutes. 20 minutes. That's, that's 15 minutes. 15 tops, actually. Let's say 15, 15. on this one. Because yeah. I don't think I have a lot to say. I don't I have, have a lot. some facts about yeah, this. I don't movie. have a lot. Um, so starting off with the synopsis after rescuing, no, 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 no. After rescuing, no. Why is that? Uh, I have the wrong about me in there. I had, I had a different one. Here it is. <laughs> Hold on. You're looking at the synopsis is what you're trying to find. Yeah. It's a real basic one though. I was trying to find a longer one. Ethan Hunt and his IMFT must track down a dangerous weapon before it falls into the wrong hands. <laughs> oh, so which Mission Impossible is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to find a longer, like, one to say. I mean, without going into huge depth on it, I'm trying to find like a. Well, we don't have to. I mean, that's basically it's what real it is. basic. Yeah, about that. So basically, the team is going to find a weapon which is corrupt. It's a form of AI takeover yeah. that becomes sentient. And yeah. decides to try to take oh, over the human race. Ethan Hunt IMFT must embark on a dangerous mission yet to track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of humanity before it falls in the wrong hands. With the control of the future and the fate of the world at stake and dark forces from Ethan's past closing in, a deadly race against the glo- around the globe begins. Confronted by a mysterious, all-powerful enemy, Ethan is forced to consider that nothing can matter more than his mission, not even the lives of those he cares about the most. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of story in every scene like yep a lot of exposition a lot of a lot of words if you're not paying attention yeah there's a lot you can miss you're in trouble mm-hmm. like i was gone for 15 minutes in line waiting for some popcorn and, and you missed the plot i missed the plot <laughs> 
I mean, it was easy to tell you what the plot I is. I also missed the intro. I missed the gathering of the team and all that stuff. Like, I don't remember them really gathering. They just all of a sudden were there. There. Uh, this stars Tom Cruise, Haley Atwell, Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, and Rebecca Ferguson. Those are the top. Critics have put this at a 96%, fans at a 94 The budget is $291 million. Box mm, That's up. it. Box office right now. Oh, that's a big amount, though, actually. Box office, $494 million, and it was released on July 12th. So this is out for almost a month. So basically, the, a Russian submarine called Sevastopol it, uh, uses advanced AI t- for testing new navigation with uh, dead reckoning. Uh, the AI tricks the crew into firing a torpedo, and it turns the, on the sub, sinking it and killing all aboard. That was intense, by the way. Yeah. So the IMF agent, <laughs> Ethan Hunt, uh, retrieves this cruciform key uh, from Ilsa Ilsa Frost yeah. in the Arabian Desert, which that was an interesting scene. Um, he attends a U.S. intelligent uh, community meeting discussing the AI, the rogue AI entity, and he talks to Kittredge, which, by the way, bringing Kittredge back in, what are you doing? I was looking something. Oh, okay. Kittredge being back in this, it's all being like a whole, it feels like this is the final Mission Impossible part. There's no 100% confirmation because there's there's two, there's different uh, sources saying that this is the last you know, two or this isn't really. This is just setting up for more. They're really not certain. Um, so basically, this thing is called the entity, like this this contr- this AI controlling thing. Yeah, it's a, a sentient AI called entity. Yeah, that's that's it. There's not there's nothing like real. It doesn't have a name. It doesn't have a name, but it's everywhere. Or what is it? Is it like it's an AI that's in the internet, learning and learning and learning. It's it's literally what everyone is afraid of happening right now. Yeah. AI is doing some stuff already with being the world. smarter than a human and being able to be smarter than a human faster than a human. The amount of people that aren't because humans aware make of mistakes. Oh, AI does AI, not. But AI makes probabilities that don't calculate human lives. Mm-hmm. And we have been testing that and shutting down AI. Because there was one, I don't know if you remember this, where it tried to take over. And this is an actual military test going off of, veering off of the movie here. Actual military test where they were doing like an AI taking over doing missile testing. Yeah. But they didn't actually launch a missile. They just did a scenario. The AI tried to overtake the rules. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Because it had no. Like, you don't set the rules, boundaries kind of stuff and try to do it another way. Yeah. Because it has no not taking into it account. It has no. Other em- it doesn't have empathy. It doesn't have it doesn't human. Have, it, it doesn't feelings. take other variables in, maybe, yeah. or it has to have all the variables put in, punched into it, and not all. And it's not going to have it yet. Yeah. So that's what people are scared of with our ever-growing use of AI right now. So this I use movie it. is is like a the tip the tiptoe of uh, <laughs> of what what AI, is to come, maybe, and hopefully yeah, not. I hopefully not ever right. happen. Right. It's not just whose AI, it's just what AI is mm-hmm. going to break free and start taking things over, you know, yeah. Terminator style. Yeah, so so Ethan, back to the movie here, Ethan gets the key off of Ilsa and then tries to find the other key off of this thief all of a sudden, like, and then... That's how she was introduced. She just pit pocket. What I don't understand is 
those sunglasses that Ethan was wearing, mm-hmm. he saw a person, but that wasn't really there. What is that about? So his glasses are augmented reality. Okay. And it was made to be able to find the key. So when you actually see him have the glasses on, this is a part Josh missed. So when you when you when he when you're looking through his vision, he can see people and he's tracking there's he can see the key on yeah. somebody. Well, it also can see people and do face recognition and you know things like that. So the AI was inside of his sunglasses. The AI tapped his sunglasses. And was there the whole time. Yeah. Trying to find. So is the AI itself trying to find the keys so it can control itself? Um, my guess is the AI, that it is the deadliest weapon on earth. So the AI wants the key to control, control its own weapon. its own weapon. It doesn't have control of that weapon. It's just a sub sitting there. Yep. At the bottom of the ocean. And nothing can do anything with it. Like it can't do anything unless it has the key. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Um, yeah, her name is uh, Grace. Uh, the thief. The chase thief. Uh, yeah, there's just... After after all of that, let me go into... Like, they go into a train, and that is basically the whole... Those are the base basic scenes. Like, those are the big ones right there. Then this whole train chase scene, which, my God, that was insane. That was uh, qu- quite a long train to go yeah yeah and there's there was a there's something else in there there's another scene in between the car chasing scene that was so dumb i i i I they really could have shortened that up they could have taken that out entirely it was it was was very comedic it it was comedic and a waste of time i got tired of him hitting things with his car yeah like it got it wasn't funny it wasn't funny anymore it was funny the first couple like scenes and that was it yeah but I will say this felt like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. Very slow, and every scene has so much information that if you're if you leave the theater, you're completely lost, <laughs> like I was for a minute. Uh, but I just let it let let it go. But here's another thing I have to say to the audience: if you didn't see Fallout, don't see this one. And if you didn't see, uh, um, and don't watch Fallout without watching Rogue Nation. And the same goes for the previous Ghost Protocol because yep. they all are connected in some way. Because they're actually all written or directed or produced by the same guy. Like they have some, mm-hmm. like uh, Christopher McQuarrie has been attached as screenwriter, producer, and or director on all of those. Mm-hmm. And then like, so that's like five Mission Impossibles he's been attached to. So you can oh, tell. Then you're going to have some connections. Yeah, there are. There are. Um, Vanessa, Vanessa Kirby, who plays White Widow, um, is wonky in this one. A little bit. I didn't like it. They made mm-hmm. her a lot less threatening, but um, mm, I, she was still pretty threatening. What did you think of this movie yourself? I liked it, but I really liked your description you gave Brett. It's a Tom Cruise movie. Lots of running and action and predictability other than like a few things thrown here and there. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I, I, I feel like because this is a part one, that's why, because mm-hmm. I think it's setting up for the bigger ending. I I think part two is probably, with all the information we have and the story built up to where we're at now, I think part two is going to be better. There's no Jeremy Renner in this one, so he did not come back. Um, I've been wanting to see if they're going to bring back other older characters that we haven't seen, like the uh, Billy from Mission Impossible 2. Uh, we haven't seen the, the, the two from Mission Impossible 3 that were in 
the, that movie. They, we haven't seen them come back. Um, I just wonder, like, we're bringing back some older characters every now and then. Like, the fact that they brought back Kittredge in this this time around, and they're, they're still bringing up Max, who is... The actress is still alive. I don't know why they declared her dead. Like, Max is dead. Because like, they called her... They called the White Widow the late, great Max's daughter. Mm-hmm. So... She's dead in the in the series. She's eighty years old. She can still. Mm. She's doing theater. Okay. So maybe, maybe she can still she do it. I just, it. I just, I just, I think that they were just maybe like she didn't done want to. with the character. I don't know. Um, some facts about this movie. There were frequent delays of filming, uh, <laughs> due to COVID nineteen. Oh, of course. Um, that ballooned the budget to two hundred ninety one million, making it the most expensive Mission Impossible film and the most expensive film of Tom Cruise's career. Wow. Filming started in Venice on the same day Northern Italy locked down for COVID nineteen. Oh, that's talk about bad timing. Production was hastily moved to Rome, only to be shut down again. Yep. I was like, (laughs) literally anywhere you go from here, it's going to have lockdown. Yep. When Ethan and Grace meet for the first time at the airport, Tom Cruise insisted on performing the magic trick with the two halves of the key practically. Despite numerous failed takes, the desired effect was ultimately achieved in camera with little to no visual effects. Hmm. I missed that. Yeah, you did. Because it was right when I walked in there at the airport. He was just dun, dun, dun. That's real. Hmm, He did a good job then. Yep. While filming in Italy, 12 people on the set tested positive for COVID-19. As a result, the filming resumed in the UK. Tom Cruise personally paid 500,000 pounds for an old cruise ship for the cast and crew to isolate on. Damn. So, good for him. Yeah. Uh, the opening credits do not appear until 28 minutes into the film, which in which my is case, when Josh here's, left to here's, get here's the thing. I didn't think there was going to be an opening like thing. I was like, oh, this is going to be like the first Mission Impossible without one. I'm going to guess this is going to end with the Mission Impossible. No, theme. it was like two minutes after you left. The opening credits came on. Yeah, I'm pretty mad about that. I was like, I my stomach was killing me. I needed food mm-hmm. and I got popcorn, which is eh, and some candy, which is eh. Meh. Got some Butterfinger, though. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Henry Zer... Zer I'm going to b- butcher this last name. Cerny, S-Z-E-R-N-Y. Cerny. Okay. Returns as Eugene Kittredge after the first Mission Impossible in 1996, turning him into the longest absent character to come back to the series, which is what I'm talking about. They, they got to bring more people back. Uh, the movie begins on a Russian submarine, and the dialogue is spoken in Russian to English subtitles. And then suddenly, after the the word Sevastopol, which is the submarine's name, the dialogue changes to English. And soon after that, the subtitles stop. With this similarity being just like the Hunt for Red October, um, this happens in the same uh, way with Valkyrie, also with starring Tom Cruise, where they go from German to slowly fading into English, which shows that they're they're still speaking it in their tongue, but right. they just didn't want to continue the scene that mm-hmm. way. So I like that version where you kind of just veer into it. It's like, oh, so they're speaking this, but so they don't need to do that. They'll just put it into English. Um, Tom Cruise and Ving Rhames are the only actors to appear in all seven films in the series. However, Simon Pig has been... Peg has been in every film since the third film, and Rebecca Ferguson has been in every film since the fifth. Uh, With a runtime of two hours and 43 minutes, this is why I thought I had plenty of time to go get food because there's... How much am I going to miss? I should have gone during that chase scene. You should have gone. Yeah, it yeah. was like 30 minutes of yeah. sitting in that yellow car running around 
for it nothing. It felt like it probably. It probably wasn't that long. Oh, I bet you it was. This is the longest Mission Impossible film to date, beating the previous Fallout at two hours and twenty-seven minutes. Um, this has been re- this movie was released twenty-seven years after the original Mission Impossible. During filming in Britain, Tom Cruise reportedly made at least two rants against the crew members, and we know about this. Him yelling at the crew members mm-hmm. uh, for violating COVID nineteen guidelines. Standing less than two meters apart was one of them, which resulted in at least five crew members quitting. One rant was expletive-laden and initially released by the U.S. Sun. Some celebrities, including George Clooney, supported Tom Cruise. I don't know how to feel about it. I really don't don't know. know. You have to be there. It's a you have to be there situation. The stress, the stress. You know, that's Mm -hmm. on him. First of all, he did pay for you to be there, to be isolated. Yeah, he did that for you. He didn't have to. We're, we're never not going to know unless we were there. I mean, there's two we sides to every story. You yeah. hear about actors g- freaking out on set. You don't know what they're going through. You mm-hmm. really don't. Tom Cruise probably had everything on his shoulders. He lost a lot of money on this, hoping it would be it would gain something, which so far has. It's gotten double. So good for them, at least. I mean, I feel him. I feel for him. Um, on Tuesday, January... 15th 2019 tom cruise revealed that the initial planned release date was set for 2021 this is how far back we're pretty far back it's how far back this mission impossible was what's up i was just trying to see if this was still relevant and it is the eighth film was penned for 2022 so this is how much covid set back everybody's lives when this movie came out Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on July 12th uh Tom Cruise turns 61. He's not really Oh yeah, he would be because he's the same age like he's um my parents age. So yeah. or around my parents age. Well, and yours. Yeah. There's a lot of callbacks to the first Mission Impossible like when Kittredge and Hunt meet. Kittredge says I understand you're upset. It's a callback to the Mission Impossible 1 where he says it at the dining room table. Yep. You know, that kind of thing. Um, since she had little to no dialogue on screen, French actress Pom Clementife, who played Paris, mm-hmm. the, assassin, the assassin, had to convey her emotions primarily through visual gestures. So she, she, did. she studied a lot of videos and she found that it had a subtle yet menacing demeanor to make her this way. And so she had to be the silent but deadly. Mm-hmm. And she was. <laughs> she was very good. Um. <clears throat> The film has had four release date changes. It was originally set to be released on July 23rd, 2021. So that was the actual date. This is the first Mission Impossible in the series since two to not involve J.J. Abrams. So that kind of is weird. (laughs) Uh, In the first Mission Impossible film, Kittredge uses Ethan's family against him. In this film, the entity uses his IMF family against him. Mm Mm-hmm. Due to the release of Barbie and Oppenheimer, the film suffered the biggest second weekend box office drop of any film in the franchise, 64%. Wow. Surpassing Mission Impossible 2, which was 53. Dang. So, yeah. Um, what do you think ratings-wise? For me? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this an 8. Because long, there's mm-hmm. some stuff to it. I'd say that is it's... Yeah, I'd say an eight. Like, I I very much enjoyed it. It was, I didn't go, oh, my God. The only time I went, oh, my God, this is taking too long was Mm -hmm. the car chasing scene. Everything Uh, else seemed like it was put into place very well. 
Nicholas Holt was supposed to play the villain. That would have been amazing. Who is it in the latest movie, Renfield. Yeah. Um, and he one of replaced. Alex's favorite. You love him now, I don't do. you? <laughs> I don't, I've liked him since Warm Bodies. Yeah. He's just got a nice cuteness to him. <laughs> he plays the beast in X-Men. He's cute. Um, so the, the, the cliff dive that he did was yeah. performed six times. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. Oh, I had no doubts that he did that himself. Tom Cruise so. performed over 500 skydives to learn how to control himself in the air. Yep. He practiced the ramp over 1,300 times. The only CGI used for the scene was to digitally erase the ramp. That he had to use. Oh, because yeah, he there had was to no have a proper ramp. incline there. Yeah, you were you, gonna hit the cliff if you, you didn't were gonna have a, hit the cliff. Actual, definitely like, lift. So yeah, uh, there's only one other thing I want to say about this. Uh, the White Widow is now been portrayed as Max's daughter. Uh, you can see her acting in this. They actually she was in the the previous film and nobody really called it out, but I could see, I was like, is this, is she supposed to portray Max like in a different way? Like, is she part of her clan? But yes, it's also been proven that yes, she is. Um, this movie has a lot of information and the scenes are really drawn out, uh, uh, but it's fine. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. See it. I mean, we weren't, I mean, I, did, I went into this movie not thinking it was going to be bad. It was just, there was just certain scenes where I'm like, can we move on? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I get it. Like, it's the same. Like, every, we see a car chase all the time. This is also the first Mission Impossible to be uh, filmed digitally, which is ironic because this is the first Mission Impossible to have a digital Enemy. villain. Yeah. So, pretty funny. Yeah. Anyways, what is our next movie, Alex? Is it Barbie? No. <laughs> I'm surprised. No, it's not Barbie. We're not going to do Barbie. I I think we might as much as I still want to see it like the the hype for me is kind of dumbed down a little bit. I think we might wait for it to hit streaming. Okay. And watch it then. Um but there is a movie, not necessarily. We've been really good going about to the theater. And we I don't have. know if this movie's in theaters anymore. It says I just looked it up says that it still is, but I don't know if it's in our theaters. Which one? We're going to go in a different term. We're going to go for a comedy. Okay. About time. I've been wanting to see it, and I don't know if you have, but I really, really want to go see. Uh, oh my god! Hold on. Really? You didn't have it ready. I just it. Hold on. It just it just passed me. Hold on. Oh, the machine. Oh no! That I don't think that's around here anymore. But I can see if that's in streaming. Yeah, I don't think it is, but I've just, really? I've heard there was a couple girls at work that watched it. I believe Amanda went and saw it as well, and they said it's fucking hilarious. But and you have to, yeah, it's on YouTube now. Oh, okay. You can rent it for six bucks. Sweet. We can watch it that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is very interesting. Oh, boy. Okay. So The Machine is the Burt Kreischer movie, which just came out. It's a 2023, almost a two-hour-long movie. Um, The past comes back to haunt Burt Kreischer when a murderous mobster tries to kidnap him to atone for his crimes. With the help of his estranged father, Burt must retrace the steps of his younger self as a sociopathic crime family goes to war. Starring... Okay, first of all, the names on this are are so weird. You got Mark Hamill in this. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> of course, you got Burt Kreischer. Yep. Uh, let me show it all here. Oh, I recognize these names. You're not going to know these names. Probably not. No, I'm not even going to say them because you're not going to know them. 
I've seen him in other other projects, but those two are, are are in this film. But the what got me was Rotten Tomatoes. Critics give this a twenty seven percent. No shit, it's a comedian doing a, a movie. It's probably gonna have a low score. The fans give it an eighty seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's big. Only twenty two critics reviewed this, so five hundred plus audience ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, did nobody go see this movie? I told you, like, we're not. I've only seen the preview for it. The budget was twenty one, million. One time, I've only one. I only saw the preview for it one time, and after one time, I'm like, we're seeing the machine. Just, I'm not. I really like Burt Kreischer. I love his story about the machine uh, and the fact that he made a movie <laughs> incorporating it is hilarious. This movie bombed. No shit, it probably so did. Hard. It got ten in million. Bo- yeah. Aww, well, let's give him six dollars. Let's give him six. <laughs> We will watch the machine. Okay, I'm not. I'm not upset about because because of the fact that the audience rating is so much higher, that gives me. There's at hope. least two people at work that have seen it that I had brought it up last week, and they're like, "You haven't seen that? Oh well, my god, it's thing. so funny." We have been passing. And I'm like, I've been. I've been so busy, man. We've been passing on comedy movies because, come on, let's be honest here. They've been hit and miss. They've been real hit and miss. Well, I hope, hopefully this is To good. the point that Adam Devine from Workaholics mm-hmm. says that Marvel has actually destroyed comedy movies because you got these million-dollar well, box have, office yeah, nobody, blockbusters. Nobody wants to see a comedy. They want to go see Marvel. Right. I just made my point. Yeah. By by him saying that, too. But right now, I don't want to see Marvel. I'd much rather go and see a comedy. Mm. But instead... We went and saw Mission Impossible, which was a $200 million production. We saw Oppenheimer, which was probably about the same. Mm-hmm. We saw uh, The Flash. Which We've I seen Guardians like. of the Galaxy. I did like that. Again, making the point that Adam Devine made. Yeah. but I. We can pepper in an indie film there. We saw Sound of Freedom, but you know. We did. We're we're not gonna beat around the bush that we did see blockbuster movies this summer. But I feel like we're not only seeing blockbuster movies. Like, I want. But I, we kind of did. But I want. <laughs> but, but I, like I was just saying, like I was like, oh, I was hoping the machine is still in theaters because I'd really like to go to the theater to watch it. But I guess it's not. since it bombed so hard, no one was gonna keep it. Oh, well. I mean, I I haven't even caught up with Little Mermaid or like elemental like how well they've done since mm-hmm. their releases i don't even know if they've come to i've just not really paid attention to that so two movies you wanted to see in theaters that we haven't was little mermaid and barbie and we're probably not going to i really have to have been like i have to be in a mood you have to be in a mood. I have to be in a mood. I'm going to guess just wait for digital on both of those then. Maybe, yeah. Speaking of waiting for, you know, releases, uh, Red Dead Redemption is getting a remake, but it's not the one the fans want, and they're mad about it. We're going to go into some nerd news here. Rockstar revealed that 2010's Red Dead Redemption and Undead Nightmare expansion are coming to PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch this month on August 17th. Mm-hmm. Also revealing that it was $50. Okay. That's a little much. Yeah. It should be 30 or less, yeah. probably. Probably, probably. 30. Probably In- 30. Inflation. In- yeah. Uh, you're not lying because, not- because that is exactly what the, per- what the, the, the publisher said. They said <laughs> it's correct for today's uh, e- economic environment. 
That's bullshit. Bullshit. That's bullshit. Now, here's what's even worse. So this is Rockstar, and they're fucking up for the first time by a, by a re-release. So let's just not... Let's give them a benefit, because they did remake GTA San Andreas. You know, they did that remake, but, you know, that got a lot of the... <laughs> the the flack that it did um but here's one user that tweeted out that said red Dead redemption this is the remake we wanted a remake the map like or just a full-on remake the map is in red Dead redemption 2 already so you already got the first red dead in the in the second red dead they wanted that 60 frames per second they wanted dual sense features on the playstation and they wanted it only in current gen which was in playstation 5 series x and s and good pc versions. so basically giving us a proper up res red dead redemption one this is the ultimate version that we got. 30 frames per second port, no 60 frames per second, no remake or remaster, and Rockstar does not care. <laughs> they got their bank. This is just a, hey, we're just going to... But they didn't have to do anything. Mm-mm. They just released this and said, here, it's going to go on the Switch and PlayStation 4. Woohoo! I didn't know Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption wasn't on I, the 4. I didn't know that. I guess they didn't have it backwards compatible from the three then. Yeah, maybe. Because Xbox does, and I think they re-released it on the one, didn't they? I don't know. Uh, big announcement for you Pokemon fans. Two more Pokemon games are coming to Switch Online. Yep, saw that today. But unfortunately, it's not the two we want or care about. Nope. Pokemon uh, trading card game. Nope. whoop de doo And Stadium 2. Two I'm kind of excited about because I did You never played it. I played Stadium 2. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you didn't. I did. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Coliseum was on the... S- what was Coliseum on? You didn't play Coliseum? Mm-mm. So I'm going to guess that was on the GameCube. Probably. I played um, Stadium 1 and 2. Uh, yeah, because then Coliseum was after that. Yeah, that's when I stopped playing. Jake played a lot of them. I wonder why they stopped making those. they got to make those still. Uh, moving on from there. Uh, uh, what? What? You forgot about the other new nerd news. End of 2024, we're expected a new Nintendo console. That's a rumor. Uh, According to Polygon. I know. It's all over the place. Polygon's it, not alone. I've seen it on IGN. I've seen it on Yeah, uh, it's a very strong. It's not like been announced, announced by Nintendo themselves, no. but there was a leak, and it's, <laughs> it's apparently a strong enough leak oh, that it's yeah. probably a thing. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's time too we next generation console announcement most likely end of 24 hmm. no, no 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 announcement next oh, it, it said or not end it said second half of 24 is what it said so they have to announce the console by summer of 2020, 2024 yeah they have to the ready. fact that we're getting call of duty announced by yesterday was the mm. announcement of call of duty yeah. yesterday so that's how new this news is for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Some people are just like, I'm going to guess Activision didn't know whether or not they were going to release this one this year and they were going to skip another year for, because we know Black Ops is next year. We know this. We know this. It's happening. Can it just be 2024? Yeah. Uh, another big nerd news announcement. This is, this is actually news, not announcement. This is news. Twitch streamer arrested after giveaway turns chaotic. Oh, I forgot about Twitch that. Twitch streamer Kai Sanat or Kenat, I'm not certain how to pronounce his name. I'm going to call him Kai. He was taken into police custody after a chaotic event in New York City. He promoted a huge giveaway in Union Square Park, offering free PlayStation 5s, gaming items such as gift cards and 
Other. Hundreds of dollars, basically. Yeah. Crowds gathered over an hour before the event, leading to massive and unruly behavior. Videos show public, uh, showing uh, people in the public climbing buildings, throwing objects, and densely packed crowds. New York Police Department and New York City public transit accounts uh, warned people to avoid the area. Uh, Kai posted a video from the event with his crew, then entered the crowd and was immediately surrounded. Oh, yeah. And it was chaos. People craw- like crawling and grabbing onto his car as it was driving off. Yeah, yeah. An estimated thousand police officers responded to the situation. Numerous arrests were made. No significant injuries were reported. But the the fact is that they, kept, they captured video of people falling off his car as he was driving away, yeah. going at least 20 miles an hour mm-hmm. or more. And I mean, that's fast to be landing on concrete. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is it is what it is. Um, chaos captured in videos on social media. It's unclear if Kai intended a giveaway or why the crowd grew so large and unruly. Um, Kai has millions of followers on Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. He's known for comedy content, pranks, and games. So he, I'm hoping this isn't a prank gone wrong. Oh, uh, so so that's yeah. a. Can you imagine what his streams are right now? Like people just being mad, like that they didn't get anything or that stuff went wrong. I think he's in jail wrong. unless he got released. He got arrested. Yeah, he probably got released right away. Uh, he, I mean, he could have made bail. Yeah, that's what if I'm saying. If he has that many followers, yeah. he's probably making an amount of money on his streams that he can afford that. If he has, a, you you would think anyway. He's probably got advertising just deals. Guessing. If he's giving away things like that and he has people gathering like that, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. All right, I want to get into one other topic here before we get out of here. Um, this is a this is a this is a little bit of a touchier kind of. Actually, it's an anti-touchy to- topic. Anti-touch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are, do you know what a sleep divorce is? No. Now I am by no means saying I want this, but this is something that's going around. A lot of Americans are doing this. In fact, excuse me, one third of Americans engage in it, and up to fifty percent of millennials are doing this. Excuse me. So, a sleep divorce is, is what where you sleep in separate bedrooms. Oh, I've seen it. Uh huh. I've seen it too. Yeah. It's such a weird concept to me. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is by U.S. News. They did an actual um survey and everything, so we're gonna go through this. Yeah, uh, I know somebody personally that fits that exact <clears throat> statistic. Getting a good night's sleep is important for both health and happiness, so it's no surprise that some couples choose to sleep apart for their overall well-being. In a recent survey by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, 20% of people say they occasionally slept in another room to accommodate a bed partner. 15% said they do so consistently. So that's... Already big numbers there. About 45% of men reported sleeping in another room occasionally or consistently. About 25% of women did this. Okay. So leaving the room just so they can sleep elsewhere. I enjoy sleeping with you. I'm, I am not saying I'm, I want this in any form, but this is... The proper response should have been, I enjoy sleeping with you too. I enjoy Honey, sleeping. Honey, baby, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Pixel. (laughs) (laughs) We all know Pixel likes sleeping on us. Yeah. He's such a weighted blanket. Uh, So this also went into generational differences uh, in in this study, too. So as I said before, 43 to 50% of millennials occasionally or consistently sleep in another room to appease a bed partner. About 33% of those in Generation X did this. 
28% in Gen Z and 22% of baby boomers. Mm -hmm. So more millennials. Yeah. Although the term sleep divorce seems harsh, it really just means that people are prioritizing sleep and moving into a separate room at night when needed. Who can afford an extra room and an extra bed? Some people have that. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's like, the other thing I'm thinking. Bedroom like, and living damn. room. I'm saying bedroom and living room. Let's oh, say okay. that for an example. All right. Um, yeah, it's just a sleep Anytime separation. Anytime you and I have ever had to sleep Yes, we're talking about it. You're yawning. Don't make me yawn. (laughs) Anytime you and I have had to go to sleep, I think we've only ever been separated to sleep. Yeah. When? (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you went on your bachelor party. No, like if we've been in the same household or same. Never. Never? Never. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we've always, no matter how drunken the situation was, we always made... I never woke up. Well, wait, it's that one time. There was that one time (laughs) I took the bed and you were sleeping in the basement. What? Yeah. When was that? Oh, that's when we visited here. We had that party and I slept in that bedroom and you were down in the basement with Greg and Bree and I think Sheldon was there. It's when Greg caught the carrots with the garbage bag. (laughs) I I remember that, but I don't remember sleeping down there. Yeah, you slept on the bunk bed. I did? Yeah. Oh, well, see, that doesn't count because I don't remember. <laughs> no, but that was well, like, we were I, hammered. Was, I was talking about the other time where I woke up in and that I was in bedroom the bathroom. and you were in the bathroom on the floor sleeping. I was sleeping in that bedroom and I went into the bathroom. Yeah, but it doesn't count because I don't remember you sleeping in that bedroom. <laughs> I woke up and I looked over and said, where's Josh? He's oh, missing. he's pantsless on his back under, <laughs> in the, the bathroom sink. underneath the sink while it's running. <laughs> <laughs> wondering where the hell he is <laughs> i was having a sleep divorce it's okay <laughs> so the times that we don't remember sleeping together have been like what <laughs> how did i end up here <laughs> most of the time it's like what are you doing you, you asked me what i was doing and i looked around oh, you looked around like days. you're like i don't even know how i got here <laughs> luckily i didn't hit my head in the and sink and then you're just like where's your pants uh, I don't know. <laughs> Faucet running and everything. Bodies against the door. Uh, oh, so the cultural one. stigma and embarrassments uh, have made discussing sleep separation challenging, uh, but it's becoming more normalized. Couples may opt for sleep separation due to incompatible sleep habits like night shifts, you noise, or differencing <laughs> preferences. Thing is, if you fall asleep, I'm usually not disturbing you no matter what I'm doing. Why not? Huh? Why not? No, that's good. Oh, like meaning you can't disturb me. Like I don't disturb you. Like it doesn't. Oh, yeah. It doesn't disturb me. No. When I'm out, I'm out, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know your sleep level. (laughs) I know if you're breathing hard, you're not waking up. Yeah. (laughs) Having different sleep patterns can strain relationships, making sleep separation a practical choice for some. Uh, Benefits of sleep separation include improved mental health, communication, intimacy, and physical health. I think sleeping. I think that's all anti. Because when you're sleeping together, you're feeling, you're feeling Randy. I'm feeling something (laughs) risky, are we? I mean, we do sleep with a wiener in between us. We do. He's a little bit of a blocker. (laughs) No free content. (laughs) Uh, Better sleep leads to uh, better communication, interaction, intimacy. I don't know. I mean, mm, I don't know. For you and I, that just that's not a thing. That sleep separation e- allows that doesn't exist in our relationship. It's so weird. I would feel like you were, you and I were like separating 
other ways then too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Drawbacks of sleep separation include potential of decreased intimacy. So where's the, the, the yeah? It's like where's the, the, what? <laughs> so I guess like what it's trying to say is if like you're not used to sleeping in the same bed with somebody and you get terrible sleep, which means it affects your mood when your mood affects your int- intimacy and mm-hmm. things. Like, I could see that. So let's but just say like that's if you don't like you don't, don't normalize the sleep with them or what's the word I'm looking for. It, uh, like maybe this person's body heat is too much and you're not getting the deep sleep that you get when you're on your own. Or I'm maybe this, this word for maybe this bed is too soft. Maybe this bed is too hard. Maybe this bed's too lumpy. Like they didn't adapt to it. Yeah. Like you just adapt. You and to it. I like luckily, I mean, we grew as a as a as partners like for long for a long time. A long time. So when we went and picked out like our bed and things like that, like you and I sleep with different pillows because what I need is different from what you need. Right. But like our bed I mean, we, we do know that we need a bigger bed. We need a bigger and a, we need, I, we need it. Bed. We need a king yeah. and we need, the, we, honestly, we need that bed that your parents have down the basement. <laughs> it's too soft. Too soft for me. I need that bed. <laughs> See, that's the sleep separation. That's the sleep divorce. Well, right I know, there. but it's a sleep number bed that just doesn't work. So it's stuck in my <laughs> number, not your number. <laughs> what we need to do is switch sides, which is unfortunate for us because we don't sleep that way. Yeah. Um, We'd switch sides because I think the other side is has a firmer. It side is to it. your side that you sleep on is a bit firmer. My side that I sleep on is like Softer. just right. Uh, you can have so drawbacks to sleep, sleep separation. Going back to this, it can impact on sex life, expanse uh, of additional bedroom setup, uh, potential loneliness and insecurities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Communication is crucial. Discuss concerns, experiment, and consider professional advice before doing this. A trial run can help assess the impact of sleep separation on sleep quality and overall relationship. Sleep deprivation can harm both physical and mental health, affecting relationships as well. While not subtle for all couples, discussing sleep separation and making time for intimacy are important aspects to consider. This article came out last month. I've been meaning to get to this. So this is actually a, uh, an interesting study. Well, that not came our out. problem, but I definitely know people that have had this problem and they are actually divorced. Oh, now they are. Yes. But they started by doing a sleep I don't separation. know. No, that's not why they are divorced, but I've seen it firsthand. I know a couple that sleeps in separate bedrooms and they're apparently working just fine. I'm saying that it can't work but i'm saying it's like, weird I, I have seen the divorce happen with sleeping separately okay you're gonna have to tell me off uh-huh yeah i know who you'll know who it is yeah so i will say that there there's like some benefits to it some couples can benefit from it some couples can't alex and i we've molded into each other when we sleep we're on top of each other it doesn't even matter <laughs> legs everywhere i can't even tell you what we you do. don't even sleep straight on the bed i don't i sleep in a diagonal position and i don't know why but that's just comfy for me and you just have to do <laughs> you make it work i like <laughs> like we, we like entangle ourselves <laughs> to in different positions and then we're like ah this works and if we were to actually take a picture of how we're laying that makes us fall asleep everyone would be like that's comfy I'm like sure is <laughs> We're weird. Do you remember that one time we fell asleep in that hotel and we were like, we were curled into, like, I don't know. There were like, our arms were all like, you were nestled in. Yeah. And we, we, uh, we, we were slept sharing. in like that 
same position the, the whole, whole night. night. We and never that moved. never happened. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's kind of interesting that you can yeah. remember that. Because I, well, yeah, I remember that sleep because it was, <laughs> it was nice. nice and I woke up and I'm like, you're still spooning me. This <laughs> was, is nice. That does not happen ever I we know. always wind usually up like you move this way you take i mean when we sleep together temperature I mean, was right yeah. position was right everything was right it was just it was all right <laughs> <laughs> we were sharing a, a, a room with my sister and her husband yeah and it was that's weird that we still slept like we even, that yeah we even slept with other people well that sounds wrong <laughs> <laughs> other people in the room <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> The pineapples have suddenly emerged in this bedroom. Where have they come from? Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we really have to touch on today, unless you had something else you wanted to get to. Pixel's getting restless. Yeah, Did you no. get down, buddy? What are you doing? No, we're, I think we're You're all standing good. standing up. Are you peeing on me? What are you doing? <laughs> He's just trying to find another comfy spot. Are you serious? What are you doing? He's like... <laughs> He's trying to find a comfy He's being spot. A all right. You want to get down, bud? Are you warm? I think yeah. he's warm. I think he's warm. Get down, bud. There, there you go. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's close this. Close this up. Close that. Let's close up shop now. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as uh, this episode goes, uh, make sure you just uh, let's do your plugs first. So you want to do your Twitch? Yeah. If you would like to watch me stream on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash cute underscore kitty. K-U-T. What? <laughs> K-U-T-E underscore K-I-T-T-I. I kind of just like looked and I was reading and I wasn't reading too fast. <laughs> oh okay in my head um yeah i stream on uh friday saturday and sunday evenings um these last couple weeks have just been like ridiculous just because of traveling and parties and um but i believe i'm back on normal schedule now let me see here yes yep for at least the next two weeks i should be back on normal schedule friday saturday and sunday evening so um make sure you guys take a look um right now i'm really i'm, I'm playing a lot of Fortnite. that's kind of my big thing right now so Yep. What I'm showing on our screen right now is our YouTube, or her YouTube, I mean. So make sure you're checking out uh, that because you're going to have some more YouTube videos coming up here very soon as soon as I'm finished with all my other freelance projects. So you're going to have more consistent videos as there were uh, earlier. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Subscribe to that, right? Subscribe. as far as my stream goes, uh, you can follow me on Twitch as well. That's twitch.tv slash Mr. L. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-L. I stream on Wednesday and Thursday evening and Saturday morning. Been playing Fortnite. Uh, did a little bit of Warzone recently. I've also been doing um, Fall Guys, but I've kind of just like fallen off of Fall Guys a little bit. I don't know why. It's just, it, it's, it's just been a real... I don't know. It's just been... It's Fall Guys. It's, it's, it's Fall Guys. Yeah. So what I'm going to show here on screen right now is uh, me playing Fortnite here. This is the last ring where Patrick and I actually won duos last weekend. This was actually uh, me playing as the T-800 from Terminator. I'm really happy they brought that in. Um, we're, yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. We're in the last ring right here, and I think I take this guy down. Yeah. Grab this crown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was kind of smooth, right? There. It was really smooth. I killed. <laughs> Not I gonna grab any of your guns. That I'm was John gonna, Wick, right? I'm just I think gonna I, grab this crown. I here. think that's who I who I shot up. Yeah, there's only one person left here, and I just want to show this last uh, last kill. Uh, with the latest update on Fortnite, they've added some. Uh, um, uh, nothing like the Bender's ray gun is what I have. It's it's okay. I like it. I just don't like that it overheats, but I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Patrick and I are trying to get the uh, the end here done. Um, 
I, I've I'm more of an assault rifle person, and I I use that. You make me super sad. Well, I'm not a DMR person. I know, but when you do use it, which is what I have in my hand, I didn't know I was gonna fall on the, off you, that. You're lucky there. <laughs> when when you do use the DMR, I get so angry. I can't follow him like you do. It, mm. <laughs> but that's that's how I play. Like, there, there's your win. That's how I play. Like with every DMR in every game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, so I have a lot of fun. Playing Why don't you make it. your announcement too? Uh, yeah, actually, I do have to make that announcement right now. To uh, yesterday, today, yesterday, today, today, today is today. I'm. I was positive. That's why. I... Let me check my calendar. Let me check my. Calendar. Oh wait, no, yesterday. Yesterday. It was yesterday. Yesterday, I started streaming in 2019. So yesterday was my four-year anniversary. Um, in doing that, uh, well, to celebrate that, I should say, not in doing that, to celebrate the, uh, the anniversary, I have a new intro, uh, made with new clips, still the same music, but new clips added in. So it's just a more Looks updated good. intro. Uh, I like pixel being in it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I like it. It's cute. So, uh, that I will be releasing on, I think Thursday. Um, I don't know if I'll have it ready for Wednesday. Wednesday stream, but um, yeah, I think I'll have it ready for Thursday. Um, but as far as our stream uh, podcast goes, make sure you guys are hitting the like button on this video. And if you are not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe to the PTO Unlimited podcast. We'd appreciate it. Hit that bell to be notified when we're live, which is every other Tuesday for this summer uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is our regularly scheduled programming. Um, you can follow us on our social media, which is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. PTO Unlimited is what you'll search. PTO Unlimited underscore podcast on Instagram is what you'll search on there. Make sure you follow in the Discord. Check out the merch. Alex and I are both wearing merch yeah. from the store. She's got the Thank You Daddy shirt, which has the cute kitty logo on the back. And I'm wearing the Fast Action Response Team Syndicate's Farts uh, F logo shirt. So um, that's those are two shirts you can get in the store. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it is at underscore Mr. L. Cute underscore kitty. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have so many different ones now. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I was thinking of like my YouTube and my Instagram all at the same time. I couldn't remember what has the underscore, what doesn't. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the final note. Um, do you have uh, no anything going on this weekend in your calendar? Is this the one weekend you have? A f- I technically, it's not been confirmed yet. Is that still the thing that's we were planning on Sunday still with your sister? No. No. I I have something <laughs> that that hasn't been confirmed yet, like a bachelorette party version two. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, Saturday afternoon. Oh, I thought it was gonna be Sunday. No, it was like Saturday afternoon was is supposed to go to like a winery for a couple hours, which I mean is fine. I'd still be streaming, but mm-hmm. that's I think literally my only plan. Yeah. Are we going to the movies at all this weekend or anything? Are we seeing no. anything? <laughs> we can go see Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We, we could also do that. So. Yeah, maybe. Um, I kind of want to be outside a little bit. Summer's going uh, away. I, I'm I losing my tan. We I need, we checked need to... the weather. It's supposed to storm on Saturday. Yes, I, it's supposed to storm all week. Screw it. Tired of it. There's still sun rays outside when it's raining. Let's just go get struck by lightning. It's all right. It's all right. We can YOLO. <laughs> Yellow, man. Let's YOLO it. Uh, all right. We're going to get out of here, guys. I appreciate everyone joining. We're going to we're gonna go. Go have some dinner now. It's 830. So <laughs> you guys have a good rest of your week. Uh, next two weeks. We'll see you in uh, what, what's, yeah, two weeks. Huh, what's today's date? Today's the 8th? Yeah. Two weeks. That would be uh, 22nd. 22nd. Wow. End of August. So we'll have some news about... Uh, that uh what's going on at the end of august too to talk about 
yep. cosplay stuff. Yep. So we'll catch you guys later. You guys have a good one. Bye, guys. Guys, I hope you had a good time. We'll see you next week. That's great. <laughs>